We're going to talk a little real estate news, plus we got some restaurants and retail in there. All next on the Access Louisville podcast. Thanks for joining us. My name is David Mann. Today on the show, I'm joined by Ellie Tolbert. Hi. Michael Jones. How you doing out there? And Allison Steins. Hello. Access Louisville is a weekly podcast from Louisville Business First. Each week we bring you the latest news and plenty of sharp opinions on what's happening here in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, like I said, we're going to start with real estate news this week. Um, Ellie, you just wrote about the Actors Theater building being sold, but this isn't necessarily the building where you would see a performance take place. Yes. So it wasn't their um, main theater building that's on Main Street. It was a building on Market Street that they used for administration offices and um, the rehearsal space and costume space. Um, but they sold that. The buyer was um, a company called Hollyhock Rentals, which they declined to comment for this story, but they seem to be a type of um, like short-term rem- rental company. So I'm interested to see what comes out of this sale um, but that's in yeah. the future. <laughs> so it's like a, 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 a short-term, so like an Airbnb yeah. kind of company. Yeah, they have like mm. a couple of short-term rentals around the local, oh, so. Okay, got mm-hmm. it, got it. Can we talk briefly? I know this isn't on the script, but uh, there was some kerfuffle about uh, the photo we used with this story. Of uh, It was an old performance of, uh, of Dracula, which mm-hmm. the Actors Theater famously uh, brings back every year. But I guess they had revamped that where, where Van Helsing is a female character rather mm-hmm. than a male and they wanted a new photo but there's been some blowback about that yeah <laughs> um i mean so they just asked that we so we had used an old photo of dracula coming back from covid they had i mean they had kind of changed the way that they were operating they had a new artistic director robert barry fleming um so they made just a lot of changes like they no longer do the humana festival mm-hmm. um so there's just been a lot of changes since COVID. One of them was Dracula. Mm-hmm. They, it's this new, like, modern feminist interpretation that's um, called Dracula, a feminist revenge story, I think. Nice. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't know much about it other than they had asked that we use the new photo of Dracula as opposed to the old photo of right. the performance. But just based on their, like, like Facebook comments and things. I was like, when I was looking around researching them, which obviously Facebook, we understand blowback <laughs> on, yeah. in Facebook comments. Um, no one's ever like polite. No Facebook. one's ever really polite on Facebook, but it seems like people are upset about the newest um, about interpretation. The, the of feminist Dracula. revenge story. Yeah. Although I've also heard a lot of people who have seen it say that it's really good. People just aren't giving it a chance because it's new. Yeah. Well, and, and that's a very, I think that's a very uh, Louisville thing. Yeah. But I don't know. It sounds kind of exciting. I've seen the old version of Actors Theater doing Dracula. I've seen it three or four times. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It sounds exciting. I, I kind of want to see, I used to also go it, see the new, or the old Dracula every year. And I haven't had it. I think the yet last year was the first year that they did the new Dracula, but they're doing it again this year, so I kind of want to see it this year. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, and the reason I hadn't gone to it in many years was because I'd seen it, and I was like, well, I don't need to do that again, right. but now they got this new thing. Yeah. So I don't know. It sounds exciting. I know that wasn't on the script. Thank you for bearing with me and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and jumping in on that one. But uh, and then also, you had written, this is another uh, story. It's kind of a follow-up. Back in March, it was a big deal was made of the fact that collegiate school 
was going to knock down the Yorktown apartments uh, in order to put a parking lot. And, and the reason people were upset about that is because Louisville lacks affordable housing, especially in the Highlands. And that's that was affordable housing in the Highlands. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they got approval to demolish the apartments. Yes. So it's been kind of a crazy journey because <laughs> they originally were not approved. They were denied by the... Um, Cherokee Triangle Architectural Review Committee, mm-hmm. which um, this committee doesn't have, their decision-making doesn't go anything into affordable housing or not. It's all about does a structure contribute to the architectural like nature of the neighborhood? Um, and ultimately, this review committee back in March decided that yes, these apartments do contribute, and so they denied the request to demolish them. However, uh, Collegiate appealed, and then the Louisville Metro Historic Landmarks and Preservation District Commission (laughs) voted to like approve that appeal and Mm -hmm. they allowed or are allowing them to demolish those apartments. And the kicker is that the apartment, they had already sent everyone, the apartments were empty. At this point, the apartments have been empty for a couple months. Um, The spokesperson with Collegiate said that they've like, everyone's moved out. They've uh, helped them like find a s- rental assistance and find new places and even some monetary assistance. Um, so at this point, it's like they're just empty apartments. Yeah. So. Well, I thought that was bad because uh, instead of like taking the rejection and being like, oh, okay, we should keep this, they just went ahead and relocated everyone. They were like, we're going to win this appeal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yep, yep. And then just went and did the thing they were going to mm-hmm. do anyway. And I, uh, you know, I don't know. I, uh, I hate to see us lose affordable housing in the Highlands, right. um, but uh uh, that's uh, that's the way it goes sometimes. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, good uh, good story there. Um, uh, we'll move on to some lighter topics. We'll talk a little restaurants and retail here. Uh, this isn't too light though. J- uh, Joe's older than dirt. They would have, that had to just an ownership change go on there, didn't it? Yeah, um, it, it's been kind of crazy there because uh, the restaurant was founded in 1937. It closed in 2015. And Oleha uh, Restaurant Group took over, who you know, Taco Luchador and uh, Guacamole, mm-hmm. and they started something called Red Barn Kitchen. I remember that. And that lasted maybe a year or two. Five and, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they brought in Cress Bride, who had been a, a co-owner and general manager at uh, Joe's um until I think uh, 2010, mm-hmm. and recently, so they were 50-50 partners. Olay ran the restaurant, and he took care of the bar and um, uh, did the marketing and uh, basically hired bands, too, because that was one thing when I interviewed him. He kept saying, we have bands five nights a week. I was yeah. like, he's, he's very proud of that. No cover. Uh, <laughs> That's but, cool. Um, That's cool. So he recently uh, bought out Olay, and so um, now he is the uh, 100% owner of it. And uh, he said that basically they didn't want to be in the bar business, Mm -hmm. and um, that uh, Joe's is kind of like the Linden neighborhood bar. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and so uh, they're focusing on their restaurants and uh, on some new concepts that they're trying to develop. You know what I knew, and I've been, I was, I went to Red Barn Kitchen first. Um, I, like I never knew Joe's existed 
And then when Ole opened Red Barn Kitchen, I went there for the opening because I, I used to be our, our restaurant reporter at the time. But when Joe's Older Than Dirt com- came back, the biggest compliment I heard about it was from uh, some friends of mine who smoked. He said it had this great big outdoor area yeah. people <laughs> could smoke at. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's a very Louisville mm-hmm. thing. Like, well, you can smoke there. Yeah, I do. I sometimes do trivia there on Monday nights. Oh, man. And it is packed. Like, yeah. literally, you people just, like, park, find random parking in the parking lot. That's not a, lo- a spot mm-hmm. just because of how insane it is. Like, it's – I don't think I've ever been there, and it's not, like, real pretty decently yeah. busy on, like, a week. Yeah, night. yeah. I went back, um, you know, after Joe's Older Than Dirt came back, and uh, yeah, it was, it was busy and yeah. a very popular spot. I used like I explained it. Um, me and uh, Haley were talking about just how big of a name that was, and I said Louisville used to have five restaurants, and Joe's Older Than Dirt was one of them. And it was probably <laughs> the oldest. I mean, you got like Bristol's Jack Fry, uh, <laughs> Joe's yeah. Older Than Dirt, and like one of these, you know, kind yeah, of legacy Yeah, Fried also owns Our Place Pub. Well, where's that at? That's on Whips Mill Road, so it's not too far from Joe's. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. on that's in Linden too. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's see here. Uh, and then Michael, you also wrote. Uh, no, you were working on the story. I don't know if you finished it yet, but oh, uh, I turned it in. <laughs> right, so you were good. In. It's pr- by the time <laughs> this comes out, the story will be out. I haven't read it yet, obviously, because you just turned it in. But um, but it sounded interesting. Tell us uh, about Seven Brews and this drop-in you were invited okay yeah (laughs) i got a press release and it said like media drop-in so i thought it meant hey the media is you know gonna go drop in do interviews no they were literally dropping in the location (laughs) um seven brews they do there's a drive-through only and their uh stores are actually prefabricated yeah and uh, they come in three pieces on two semis, and they uh, drop it into the crawl space foundation and then put, uh, like, two pieces on top for the attic and storage. Wow. And then do the rest of the site work. So, so it's like a metal trailer kind of look. It, yeah, yeah. Wow. It, it looked like um, one of those storage containers or something. Right, yeah, yeah. And uh, the owner, I, I talked to Ralph Cole, who is the the VP of operations for Kentucky, Indiana, and he's a franchisee. So he owns uh, this location that's going in the middle of town and the uh, one in Jeffersonville. And he said that doing it this way allows them rapid growth. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they could uh, just open they, <laughs> they got they got a whole drive, bunch yeah. of coffee shops sitting yeah. somewhere all yeah. they got to do is just drop yeah. them in they just got to find a spot so and they just drop it like from he has, drone. so he said he's planning to open up to 40 in Kentucky and southern Indiana and so they they have these prefab things they drop it in they hire employees and they mm. get to work <laughs> you know when they already had one location that was in Jeff that was yeah. over by the Kroger I think in Jeff um, when you say they're going to open 40, if anyone else said that, I wouldn't believe them. But the fact that this company has trailers that they just drop in coffee shops, I yeah. could believe 40 coffee shops get dropped in. So. Yeah, they could do it yeah. like this year if they wanted to. Just try. They're only 600 square feet. Yeah. So these are small. Yeah. And I just can't believe how, like, first of all, 
coffee is no matter how bad the economy is, people are going to pay eight bucks for coffee. <laughs> you need it more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're going to need it more. Yeah, when the economy's bad, you need coffee. I mean, because they their concept is similar to scooters, mm-hmm. which you know, scooters makes my my favorite cup uh, <laughs> that I always bring into the office. And, um, you know, these um, drive-through concepts are opening everywhere. Yeah. I remember some backlash about chain coffee shops. Um, scooters, I think, caught some of that ire. But, uh, but even with that, there seems to be plenty of, plenty of chain coffee shops coming in. So, <laughs> um, All right. Ellie, you just wrote about a new volleyball bar that is opening. It's in the East End. Speaking of storage containers, because <laughs> it uses those like big shipping containers or whatever, um, but it's co- so the O Line Sports Bar, the owner of O Line, which closed this past or it, th- it was last August, I believe, um, so about a year ago, the n- owner is opening this new concept called Sandbar, and it's a volleyball bar, and it's actually located right next to where O Line was, mm-hmm. um, but it's made out of three shipping containers and so it's like these three shipping containers that there's a bar on the inside there's going to be a rooftop bar on top of the shipping containers they serve kind of like concession stand style food like walking tacos and hot dogs and nachos and things like that and then also a full bar and then there's going to be two sand volleyball courts on either side of these shipping containers um that the people can have like i think they're going to try to do like tournaments and um, maybe some types of like charity tournaments and things like that, mm-hmm. or people can just come and play on them. Yeah, um, it seems like I guess the uh, the shipping container it, it kind of could be environmentally sustainable because it's a metal container and mm-hmm. it's using something that I guess I guess these aren't new. I guess they're retired shipping containers that they yeah. repurpose, but. But then I wonder about the heating and air conditioning. Is it, you know, is yeah. that? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I I'm not entirely sure. Um, I guess we'll see once they open. Because I mean, he said later this year, so that means like fall. winter. Yeah, fall. <laughs> fall and winter. And so yeah. I don't. I mean, I he one of the reasons he wanted to open this was because I mean, there's a couple volleyball, sand volleyball places in Louisville, mm-hmm. but like I play at the Blind Squirrel once a week and. We play every season because there's such a wait list. Like, if we get off right. the tournament schedule, we're not getting back on. I for feel like Louisville has a months. really yeah. strong volleyball culture. We, like, there's does. a lot and of volleyball. Yeah, and it's there's such a wait list at a lot of places that he was like, there's the demand for it. It's cheap enough to open something like this. That in the future, he probably wants to open a couple more because yeah. it's not too expensive of an investment. But, um, but yeah. I mean, like, so I play in the winter, like, just to make sure that we yeah. still have our spot when summer comes around. <laughs> it's not that fun. We really do it for the drinks. <laughs> you have a couple of beers beforehand. You're warm enough to play. Right. But, um, so, so yeah. So I don't know how, like, heating and stuff is going to work with Do they heat those. them at all, like, with those butane heaters or, or I don't know. propane or anything? I, I don't I really don't I know. mean, at the one you play at. Oh, well, they have the restaurant, the Blind Squirrel. So... There's like they have indoor courts that have heaters. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know what kind of heaters they yeah. are. Or I it's not really indoor. It's over. It's in a tent. Um, and then they have outdoor courts that we play on in this. this yeah, summer. they probably. I, I guess maybe they heat them. Um, you know, I see. I see. You know, there's a couple like you said. So mm-hmm. it's like, man, you got to be a real warrior to get out there in, yeah. the, in the winter and play. But uh, 
All right. And then also you wrote about uh, some retail news here. Uh, $5 General locations opening mm-hmm. in Louisville. Yeah. So Dollar General has um, been su- just submitting a lot of like applications to the Louisville Metro government. And I think people are both I don't know how happy people are. About <laughs> no, people aren't happy about. <laughs> Not happy about it. They're, yeah. How many can you have? Uh, yeah. Well, you, know, you know, they're in Old Louisville. There's a Dollar General next to a Family Dollar, mm-hmm. and aren't they owned by the same company? Oh, I'm. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I, I thought that. they were competitors, but mm-hmm. maybe they are owned by the same. Dollar Tree is their competitor, but I okay, think Dollar yeah. General bought Family Dollar. I would be yeah, okay with the, yeah. the, the Dollar General model is fine if they if it wasn't such a like. I don't know. Something about the brand. Change the name. Call mm-hmm. it something else. Um, Nothing's just has a, a dollar anymore. <laughs> and, and none of it's a dollar, right? It's two or three dollars. It's like I like the convenient, cheap concept. I, those are both good things. Mm-hmm. But something about Dollar General just has a junky appeal to mm-hmm. it. I guess. Yeah, yeah, we can't get a grocery store downtown. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was one of the things when I was looking into this story. I found this report that talked about how. Um, it was from the Institute for Local Self-Reliance. Um, and they talk about how dollar stores, so not just Dollar General, but all dollar stores, have this business model of locating really close to one another, which just like undermines any grocery stores in the area because of the convenience. And so then grocery stores have to leave. But Dollar Generals or dollar stores don't carry like fresh foods. Yeah. And so in a food desert, they're not going to have your fresh produce. Yeah. And you're Everything having, there is... Canned or processed or whatever. So, so, um, or frozen. Okay, some good, good Dollar General talk there. Um, (laughs) uh, we'll switch to, uh, uh, best places to work here. Allison, you just worked on this best places to work. And when I say just worked on it, you have really early deadlines. So you worked on it like a month ago and yes, just published like a few weeks ago. So, uh, so, uh, testing your memory here. But I guess uh, I'm interested in it because I think. Every every business out there is trying to create an environment that attracts employees, especially during the the shortage of employees that mm-hmm. that we've seen. And that's edging off. That's not as bad as it used to be. But um, so, how does this contest work? Uh, well, you know, what do we what do we look for in this, and and who won? Well, they're all winners. <laughs> of course, of they course. are all winners. But they, well, we ranked them. We, we did ranked rank them. them. <laughs> I'll get to that in a second. But uh, best places to work program is administered by uh, a company called quantum workplace and uh, so they handle all of the surveys for us which is really lovely you on love my that. End you wish more people would handle surveys for you. <laughs> we had 50 uh, companies that we honored with the best places to work in greater Louisville uh, designation <laughs> we there's actually more companies that participated than those 50 mm-hmm. uh, but only 50 made the cut yeah that's good. And, That's good. Uh, so they send out a survey to the companies, and the companies will send it out to their employees, and employees fill out a survey ranking, like ranking and answering questions on like their sorry That's okay. <laughs> team effectiveness or alignment with their goals, trust in management, things of that nature. So they fill out the survey and. Quantum figures Does it all out and pops us the and we have three categories of employees. We have a larger company which is 150 employees and up. We have that mid 
category of 25 to 150 and then the 10 to 24 mm -hmm. employee category. So basically the surveys are just looking for, you know, it, they're looking for the employees' feedback on how their employer is doing. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that adds legitimacy to it because it's not just like some pat on the head we're giving companies. It's, it's like, their employees. It's not like a marketing person <laughs> yeah, you know, filling out filling something. It, out. <laughs> it is actual employees mm -hmm. filling it out. I mean, my you husband. You know it's legit because business first is never one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't even know what to do with that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, all right. So, so they fill out. Did they get the feedback? What are some of the – it seems like – flexibility um, in, in many things was key to a lot of the winners. But what were some of the perks that, that we were looking for in there? Uh, some of the perks that uh, our 50 companies had, they had, some bring snacks for the office. You can bring pets. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, flexible work time uh, and start time, working from home, that hybrid flexibility. Mm -hmm. uh, companies offer tuition reimbursement. Just things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. I love the pets thing. I wish I wish we had pets around this office, but I don't know. I, think I they don't. Oh, you don't. Yeah. Are you, you know, allergic? I'm you allergic, allergic to uh, <laughs> dogs and cats, even though I love them. Yeah. I recently found out that LG&E arranges for food trucks to be out front. Oh, nice. Um, in, at lunchtime for their employees. And since I live close by, you just I walk started <laughs> walking down the Broadway to check them out. You're like, yesterday I got some great brisket tacos for lunch. Yeah. If anyone asks, you're like, yeah, I work at LG News. Yeah. <laughs> what about that electricity, y'all? Yeah. <laughs> well, so my husband, well, Broadway. <laughs> my husband works for one of the best places to work. You know, he comes home, they're so excited about being in Best Places to Work. They have t-shirts they make up that have, like, Best Places to Work. And so it's kind of funny because he'll be wearing this Best Places to Work, and it's my work, and that's, then his work, and it's just kind of like, whoa! That's so funny. You're like, I approve that logo. Hey, look at that. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, things they do are uh, they have a condo uh, down in Florida. If you're there for, uh, I think it's five years, you can sign up to you know, go there. Wow. And they also have a Gatlinburg cabin you can stay at as well. Oh, my God. You know, God. during when the gas prices were really high, they were giving gas cards to employees. So, you know, those are really great perks. Everybody take <laughs> <Yeah>. notes <laughs> because these are good, like, these are good perks. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, so now tell me, sorry, I cut you off earlier. Now tell me who some of our winners were. Besides uh, first urology. So in the uh, <laughs> larger category, we had Commonwealth Pain and Spine. They were on top of that list. And then for the, the mid-range, it was Independence Bank. Mm -hmm. And in the third uh, category of the 10 to 24, it's Somnio Capital Solutions. Yes. All right. Well, um, yeah, you can check that out online, see some of the other. How, it was 50 companies. 50 companies. And we also have a new way of displaying this uh, program. Yeah, we rolled and out a new thing. It is really, really cool. It took a lot of time and effort, but I think it looks so cool. So everybody check yeah. that out. I'll link our website. it. I'll yes, link it in the, in the show notes. So you can find that. But uh, yeah, some of the... Great perks. Uh, I love the, the condo thing. That's yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, an, that's not a great perk. That's an I amazing cannot perk. wait until we get to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you get to take it. You get to like 
Take is it a long too. wait list? I guess I bet everybody yeah. signs up for it. I think it. whenever they <laughs> they open it up, it's like, ooh, you have to, yeah. you know, like if you're trying to get tickets to like Taylor Swift or something, you're like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would know about that. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I think that's all we got for you this week. Uh, before we go, we'll uh, sign off here. Or go around the room. You guys can share your social media handles where people can find you online. Ellie, I'll start with you. You can find me on LinkedIn under my name, Eleanor Tolbert, or on X at EFLU Eleanor. <laughs> Michael, where can people find you? You can find me on LinkedIn under my name, Michael Jones, and on X at BFLU Michael. X is Twitter if you're not yeah. paying attention. <laughs> um, <laughs> Allison's, Allison's having a moment. Where can we find you, Allison? Uh, you can find me <laughs> on LinkedIn at Allison Steins or on X at BFLU Allison. I tell you, it's always the outro. <laughs> Ellie yeah. can attest. Anytime we start cracking up. I know, up. which yeah. I did that so well. Because I used to, we used to never be able to get yeah. through an outro because you never knew whether to call me Ellie or Eleanor. Yeah. Right. Um, and now, I feel like I did that very, like, poised. Yes. You totally yeah. nailed Maybe it. Maybe that's what ma- was making me crack up because <laughs> you're, you're like, you're like she's never like this. Well, <laughs> yeah. It's your name. Wait, it's BFLU Eleanor. It is. It's on, professionally, it's Eleanor everywhere. Yes. But but people, everyone calls you Ellie. The p- fans of the show, we know, know each other. Yeah. You guys can call me Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And uh, all right. you can find me on uh, LinkedIn only. Um, and I'm under my real name, David Amen. And you can't call me David. you got to call me David Amen. You're Dave. <laughs> Except John Janotter. Yeah. He calls me Dave. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see here. If you like this podcast, you can find it on popular podcast services, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Radio Public. If you really, really like this podcast, we are looking for sponsors. So get in touch with me, and I can put you in touch with all the good sales folks who can help you out with that. Uh, my email address is dman at bizjournals.com. Biz with a G, uh, biz with a Z. Um, Thank you very much, Ellie, Michael, and Allison. Thank you guys for listening to us at home, and we'll see you next time. Bye. All right. <laughs>